have a returning guest yay so welcome to beyond queer stories we have cellist and sometimes composer rory laurie who seeks to amplify the voices of classical musicians who have been marginalized both both historically and in the present their collaborations include performances with the fifth wave collective a chicago-based ensemble which performs music by women and an ongoing series of works written for their sister trumpeteer vivica laurie they enjoy performing baroque music new music and everything in between Hello! Hi! (laughs) And welcome back! Thank you! (laughs) Here's some things have changed in your life, in your expression of gender, in sexuality. I'm doing hand movements, you can't tell right now, I'm very flowy. (laughs) She is very flowy. Yes, please share. Right. Yeah, my, mm, well, I don't remember anything I said last time. Okay. But... I'm right now I'm in in a place where I find labels to be more restrictive than not usually. Mm-hmm. So I used to identify as bisexual until about a month ago and then I was like, no, it's not me and I stopped and I'm just I'm queer. You don't need to know. Mm-hmm. Or like if you do need to know, I'll explain it because I had to explain by anyway. That's the biggest thing that's changed, I think. And my gender is still non-binary. Well, and and your name oh true you have yeah a great <laughs> a name that card. that we so, so, well to. yeah i like mm, i change i change my name way too frequently not way too i i, I have changed my name several times mm-hmm. like not legally but i yeah but figuring out what feels like it fits sounds yes like. and rory is something that my parents have called me since i was very small mm-hmm. and it's also gender neutral mm-hmm. And so I was like, why not try this and see if it works? And so far it works. It's been like a week and a half, a week. Yeah. Okay, cool. So you're feeling it so far? Yes. I'm like, yeah, I like changed the name on my Google account to Rory. I changed Mm -hmm. like a whole bunch of things to Rory. Cool. All of the things. (laughs) How has it been getting other people to change? Well, like people don't always call me my name to my face shocker I know so like it's hard to know who (laughs) does it and who doesn't but I do want to shout out to the director of the contemporary ensemble at DePaul I've been in the contemporary ensemble all this year he's incredible he always uses my pronouns and like literally a few days after I changed my Facebook name to Rory he was like calling me Rory and I was like bless i love this man that's awesome i i want him to be like not my dad because i have a good one of relatively good one of those but like the stepdad uncle there yeah okay mm-hmm. like cool uncle like uncle jesse type deal who's uncle jesse oh my god oh i feel so old have you never watched full house no oh. i didn't watch tv when i was a kid john stamos john stamos his uncle jesse Okay, like, like the forever. cool uncle. Like literally, he he has the like cool uncle status yeah. from like nineteen nineties and now. Like he is because they redid it. Well, I mean, like he's still like cool, like 
hot uncle. Like he's not like, like in a band who wears leather like, jacket. Hotter over time, which is so weird because most people like regress, but he just like yeah, stayed. he didn't. I feel like there's there's commentary about sexism in there because like we think men get hotter, mm-hmm. some men get hotter as they age, mm-hmm. but like for women, like they're most desirable when they're eighteen. Oh, yep. even like younger than that. Yeah, that's, oh, that's creepy. Disgusting. Yeah, there's like a little chart that shows like men Wait, to women ratio of like who they're with in like movies and their ages so like men are usually like at like like 40s 30s like 40s mm-hmm. like 30s and 50s then like the the like mates in the movies are usually like younger so like 18s the youngest and there's like 20 early 20s because like you said like women are seen as like peaked in the early 20s oh that's so gross stuff. even like when guys write erotica they like write erotica in like the way like they're like women are like petite young plump like fruitful about like it's really like gross it's that really is bad. gross it's so disturbing <laughs> and that's so true though that like men are seen as like getting hotter with age and women are like oh you need to go like get some botox like you're starting to show your wrinkles and but john tamos is still hot just putting that sure like he is still a very attractive man with a baby so now he's like hot dad <laughs> yeah i hmm. Yeah, I need to like send you, <laughs> to send you like all of the Full House episodes so you can like watch them. I'm not the original. <laughs> well, I'll send you like have... a picture of John Stamos when he had a fucking mullet. We'll, and... we'll put it in your promo of this episode. We'll like they can like swipe on Instagram, see you, and then see John Stamos, and then so see, see that, heads. then see our <laughs> foreheads and our hair, all of our awesome hair. But like, but like, and then I'm that still... graphic that you were just talking about. The, oh yeah, that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I have too much to watch. I haven't finished season one of Umbrella Academy, and I'm still <gasps> recovering from Game of Thrones. You know, I feel like we keep giving you stuff to I'm watch, shaking. and I have another thing that made me think of you that I want to know if you watched too. What <laughs> is I'm it? Gonna add something. If you haven't, wait. Let me look up the name of it real quick because I don't. It's um on Netflix. Okay. What do you mean you haven't finished watching it? We talked. If we had a whole. You Instagram had homework. Ashabi gave you homework about it. What do you mean? I thought you. Watched it. I have, okay, 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 okay. I'll tell you why okay. in a second after Dawn finds this other show that she wants me no, to no, watch. Tell me so it's a movie. It's oh. a Netflix movie. What's it called? The Perfection. I've have you heard seen about that trailers. For, I don't think so I want to watch it. Up. I don't think I want to watch it. But it's about music and I know. queerness and fucked up shit. That's yes, probably but why I didn't want to watch it. I, Listen, listen, I wrote 2,600 words about the last season of Game of Thrones. I, I have Dude. reached my fucked up shit quota. Oh, no. Okay, so give yourself some time. Because I would never, I don't watch movies like that because, well, I probably would have watched this one because the description is very much like a thriller. I don't watch horror. Like, I don't like guts and gore, mm. all that unnecessary stuff. This, what I don't want. Huh? What is it about? Chalice. So it's about... Really? The competitiveness of music, specifically these two cellists, and the rigor of being in that industry. And shit gets crazy. Like, think Black Swan, cellist instead of ballet. I watched Black Swan for the first time, and it was incredibly intense. Like, I was not expecting. This is really intense. So I'm just going to... Take your word for that and maybe watch it. Only because I watched it with my sister and the whole time we're like, like it takes all these twists and turns and we're like, what the fuck? Like, oh my God, what the fuck? It just, it's fascinating. 
but in like a car wreck you can't stop watching type way i'm worried that it's like over sensationalizing what it's actually like to be a musician maybe i've had like i'm sure i've had an atypical atypical experience my teacher at depaul really works hard to create a collaborative vibe in the Mm -hmm. studio rather than a competitive vibe well yes but in no way in any sense of (laughs) hopefully reality is it meant to be taken as realistic the Mm -hmm. whole thing is so fucked it's like a demented version of it so none of it is meant to be any type of real scenario Mm -hmm. it's like this one program ended up being really demented so it's not like in a way you think it's going that way and then it twists on you and that's what makes it fascinating because you're Mm -hmm. like oh this is fucked up they're just making it look like hyper competitive but then that's not what it's actually about Interesting. So that's the twist I like without telling you what happens. That's when it's like, oh, this is fucked up. They're like making these women just like fuck with each other and compete in this vicious way. But that ends up not being what it's about at all. So mm-hmm. I'll say that. that okay, that, that kind of makes me want to watch it. Now. That's what makes it intriguing because in the beginning, I'm like, this is just so wrong and so fucked up. And then that this twist happens. I'm like, oh, wow. So, okay. We'll leave it there. So we'll stop giving you homework. <laughs> Things well, to okay, watch. Umbrella Academy. So, Ashavi, you recommended it to me because mm-hmm. of Vanya. Yeah. Yeah. We already had a. We, um, we had we had we had it. Yes, we did. It was good. How far did you watch it into? About five episodes, I think. Okay. I okay. So, because mm, you brought it up because I said something about a series of unfortunate events, mm-hmm. I think, and. Like, they're not, I don't see them as similar. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the re I don't, I love a series of unfortunate events. The reason why is not because it's dark. Mm-hmm. The reason is because it, like, centers children. Mm-hmm. And there is n- hardly any media that actually does that and says, like, there are situations in which children are right and adults are wrong. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think part of me went into the Umbrella Academy, like, wondering if it is similar to a series of unfortunate events in that way and of course it isn't Mm -hmm. so and then i was just like this is good but it feels like dr strange did you not like dr strange dr strange was okay Mm -hmm. dr strange is not my favorite marvel movie okay dr strange is like oddly my like favorite marvel movie why oddly because I you. hate Benedict Cumberbatch. I <laughs> fucking hate that. I mean, dude. I don't. Like, I, think, like, I think. Okay. Okay. Here's here's my take. Like, as a Star Trek a nerd, strong word. I I think he's a perfectly fine actor. Uh-huh. He's just not con. He's just. I just. I just don't like his face. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, mean, that's I don't fair. like him really superficial. Like I just. No, really that's just, fine. I'm not a fan of him, and like. Of course you're not. You're a person. I'm just not. I'm not. Um. I think like with marvel movies like in general they have a really interesting way of portraying our actors in a way that makes them look favorable and mm. dr strange made benedict cumberbatch be very favorable to me okay and literally this is the only movie that i will watch benedict cumberbatch with repeatedly because he's so good as an actor and like he already comes off when you see him as kind of like really arrogant and really cocky and in the movie, that is his persona, like arrogant, cocky, 
doctor who thinks he knows everything and he technically does but like <laughs> and like he ends up like becoming one of this the like the best magicians doctors whatever the fuck label. okay wait question have you seen endgame yes have you seen endgame no do you watch marvel no will you watch marvel i will okay so yeah. we shouldn't spoil okay. it i just haven't okay because this is this is like a I know, I'm just sitting here like, okay, I have watched none of these things. I, like, binged through a bunch of the Marvel movies so I could finally watch Infinity Wars and Endgame. Wait, is there a certain order that you have to watch it in? There is, but you don't have to watch it in the order. Like, typically, like, Captain Marvel is the first movie you should watch, and then Captain America. But, like, I just watch them all out of sequence. Okay. Just to fill in the bits and pieces. Okay. And then you can just go watch Endgame. Like, you don't have to even watch Incredible Hulk at all, like... I appreciate him as a person, but, like, his story is not Wait, really relevant. he has his own movie, Yeah, too? he has, like, three. Are they old? Yes, like, all of them are, like, they're all different Hulks. Oh, yeah. all different I actors. did watch that show when I was younger. Mm, the movies probably encompass the, It's really story. weird to think back on, like, as an adult, like, how weird that show was. Yeah, but... it's not, like, I mean, like, it's, 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 it's cute, it's cute, you know, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not, like... Something, if you don't feel like investing 12 hours in, don't. Oh my gosh. Like, I spent, like, I would literally come home after work, find the Marvel movie I haven't watched yet, and then watch it. I would binge through, like, maybe two a night. That's, like, four hours of Marvel. I did not prepare for Endgame. I hadn't even seen Infinity War. (gasps) (laughs) What? What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) What? See, I don't know why that's a thing. Why is that? Why? Because Endgame, so. Endgame follows on, like, Plot-wise, directly from Infinity War. Yeah. And okay, Endgame so it's like, like skipping a three-hour chapter. Long movie. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like reading. We're skipping a whole book. What is it called? It's, it's like, like watching the last season of Game of Thrones without having watched the rest of it. It's like watching the last episode of Game of Thrones <laughs> without watching anything else. I mean, I, I have friends who did that. I know. Like I've I've heard people say that, that they were going to do that. Like I've never watched. Maybe I'll do that. I've never watched Game of Thrones. Don't watch the last episode. <laughs> Don't. Don't do it. I wouldn't even do it. That's just like. Like, I was, I was watching an interview with this one dude who was, like, he was watching the last episode and watching any of the other ones. He was just calling your friends. He was like, hey, who's this person? This is who, who's this person? <laughs> I don't understand anything. Well, and the thing is, like, so many people die. And then, like, the, the characters that show up in the second half of the last episode, like, some of them you don't even remember who they are because they haven't been around for a couple of Oh, seasons. and they just pop back up? Well, are you going to watch it? Um, I've watched... Do we need, like, a spoiler maybe warning? Maybe, like, six <laughs> episodes of Game of Thrones. Maybe, like, eight but that's from like the first season, and that's it. So, like maybe like two people have died so far, and that's oh, it. So oh, wow. you, yeah. How, how much have you watched? Zero. Okay. Are Are y'all gonna watch the whole thing at maybe. any point? Maybe. I'm definitely not. You can. Do you, you, can... Do you mind if I spoil it? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't, we don't mind. I, I don't know about people listening if they mind. I mind kind of because every time I I can't watch something after it's been spoiled because I will keep that memory of spoilage in my head. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll do my. I know someone shows up that's totally has not been relevant at all in the last yeah. episode. And everyone's yeah. pissed. That's all I know. Like that's literally all I know. I see gifts of this person all the time. I'm just like, Wait, who are you? Which which boy that shows up? Wheelchair? Mm, yes, I think yes, yes. He's been relevant. He just hasn't done shit. Okay, that's what it is. So like, <laughs> he's like he's been in, in all yeah, the episodes. Yeah. So he remember, just like sits there instead of doing anything useful. I do remember him in like the first like few episodes. Like he's like bound to the bed because he's like sick or something. Yeah. yeah no, he he's pushed out a window. In the, that's in, what at happened. the end of the first episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is not a spoiler Mm-mm. because it's been out there for mm-hmm. ten years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ten years. 
True. I think 10 years. This has been going on for 10 years. It's like eight seasons, yeah. but they like took longer breaks oh, in between no. the last two seasons. That's intense. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a decade. I didn't, I didn't start. I started watching it in fall of 2015. Mm. So I think the first season I watched live was season five. Okay. Maybe season six. I don't remember whichever season it was that came out in 2016. Wait, hold on. So you watched Endgame without watching Infinity Wars? Yes. Are you going to go back and watch Infinity Wars? At some point. I don't feel like I need... I, I feel like I got the gist of the story. <laughs> no, I'm going to watch all of the Marvel movies at if some point. If only everyone could see a Shabby's face right now. I'm just like, you, you don't have the gist of the story. You have to watch it, but you have, like, the... the... I, I just, look, there's a whole thing in... Look, all you need to know, Infinity War is about Thanos' ass. Mm-hmm. And game is about Captain America's ass. It's not about Captain. I no, mean, it's like, I, no, oh, like oh, ass, like physical ass. Okay, okay. I'm like, what are you talking? About? Like literally, their ass. Like literally, the, like there's a there's a scene in the scene in Endgame. Cause like there's there there have been memes going out about this forever, and I'm so glad they actually put it in the movie. So like like Amer- Captain America has like the tightest like one of the tightest like suits next to um Black. I thought Widow. you were gonna say ass. Yeah, no, I mean <laughs> he has one of the tightest suits next to like Black Widow, <laughs> and like everyone's like like it's like Captain America, Black Widow. Okay, men of the movies. It's Captain America and actually Spider Man, which is like weird because Spider Man's like a child. So let's like, Spider Man and Captain America. Is like Spider Man like Linky? Yeah, Spider-Man's like Tom, the Tom Hiddleston, is that his name? No, no, no. no. What's the fuck? Oh, fuck, what's his name? Um, Not Hiddleston, that's Loki. Yeah? Tom Hiddleston is Loki. Loki's dead, so I don't know. Loki, I haven't watched a Marvel movie with Loki yet, so I don't know. <laughs> okay, so it's, okay, so it's Captain America, Spider-Man, and I want to say maybe Ant-Man, and they all have like latex like body suits, mm, and so like everyone's like, oh my god, who has the best ass? And everyone's like, Captain America has the best ass out of everyone. And so in the movie, Endgame, no spoilers, like, Captain America's ass is, like, everywhere. And Ant-Man is like, that's America's ass. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, then, like, I think he's, like, hanging out on, like, because Ant-Man can shrink, so he's hanging on, like, Tony Stark's shoulder. And Tony Stark's like, yeah, that is America. No, Captain America says that. Captain America, like, so they're, like... They're in the situation where Captain America is like has to fight a past version of himself, Mm -hmm. and like he knocks him out, and then like the past version of himself is on on his like lying on his front, Mm -hmm. and And he checks out his own ass. Yes, (laughs) that's hilarious. hilarious. This is an Endgame. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. And full disclosure, Mm -hmm. because we have a guest coming up. Who specifically wants to talk about? Yeah, Endgame. I literally watched it for them. So. I will probably watch it without watching anything else. Please don't for do that. that episode. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no. The, the no, like concern don't. on your no. face is so please, apparent. Please at least watch like at least at least if you're gonna watch this, at least watch Ant Man, Ant Man Two, Infinity Wars, and Endgame. At least Wait, watch those four movies. Did you I hear saw that Ant-Man list? In theaters. Like. Like that, that's honest, a lot. No, 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 no. Like, cause like Endgame is a three-hour long movie. You can't get up. I could like I watched it by myself. Then you, you just added leave. three more movies yeah, to okay, that. Because okay, it's Ant Man, Ant Man and Wasp, Infinity Wars, Endgame. Because Ant Man and Wasp were actually I have to watch relevant. all four. Yes. In the next month. I mean, yeah, I watched like all of this in like a week. 
binge to another. I wish I literally binge this. Like oh, I like you have to like you have to because like Ant-Man is actually relevant. I shouldn't have to said anything. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, Ashabi, where, where all of the movies on Netflix, or where did you find them? Um, so I am yeah, that bitch, I gonna... and I find ways to not <laughs> watch these. So movies you're gonna legally. send me links? Oh, absolutely. Can I will you send, send you... me links yes, too, please? Because I do want to watch all of the Marvel movies. Oh my God, yeah, I'll find all of them. <laughs> I oh like gosh, I hunted, oh but, I, but like Captain Amer- Captain Marvel is a little harder to watch because um it just came out so like the Mm. the, like versions that are online have like chinese subtitles which you can easily ignore if you like watch subtitles already Mm -hmm. but like it's just a little bit grainy but it's fine you can still watch it but yeah like i'll find them again and send them to you but honest to god you have to watch amen amen was first because amen is relevant in end games it is he 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 is actually relevant i have seen Ant-Man at endgame and i can promise you He's relevant. Yeah, like, I'm only, okay. I only watch okay. movies that are relevant to the plot of that. Realistically, Captain Marvel isn't relevant to Endgame. Captain Marvel was came out to re, to introduce another Marvel character that I can't mention because that will spoil the whole entire thing, and I'll hate myself. Okay. So, like, okay. you, that's the only homework. most reason why. See, now I got myself homework. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's just part of being friends with ashabi like she gives everyone homework right which is like her prerogative i just want to make sure everyone's prepared <laughs> this is gonna be a good conversation like i'm really really excited to like actually dive into this a little bit more and like when you watch it you'll like understand okay. why it's like because i feel so like left out in these cars i know nothing you also... know nothing john snow <laughs> <laughs> she's she's pointing at me and laughing <laughs> and also this feels like a really abrupt transition, but I want to make sure we have time for your story. Okay. Okay. And all of these gender conversations. Mad tangents. <laughs> Super tangent. We, and we haven't even talked about like sci-fi yet. Oh, I God. know. I was like, we need to finish creating our whole universe. Oh God. I had thoughts about that, but so, I'll, I'll do, I'll do my story. Okay. But I want to have time for your story and all of this. Cause like, I'm noticing we're like, we spent like 20 minutes talking about Captain America's ass. And no, we, we, like, we keep adding like pictures to put in like the slide like, of like the Instagram post. So, like has his ass in there too is. now. We're gonna have a whole bunch of pictures like related to this episode. Wait, take a picture of my ass, famous. put it side by side. So with we Captain need America's this ass. picture and then our ass picture. Yes. Like, who has the best ass? <laughs> Captain America or our And we'll like Photoshop his in there. Please vote. Like, whose ass is the best? Do like a poll on your Instagram story. Right. We could totally do that. Oh my gosh. Okay. okay. So um, let's hear about the mess that is currently your sexuality. Yeah. <laughs> Please stop being attracted to me. I know. I know that's not fair to ask and it's unrealistic. And sexual attraction is a natural thing that happens. I'm saying this because I'm hurt. Because when I'm attracted to a friend and they're not into me, I try to respect their boundaries and try my best to get over them so we can keep being friends. But so many men have told me, I don't think I can just be friends with you, seemingly without having spent any time trying. Am I telling the truth when I say I have feelings for you? Or does some small part of me know that I'm saying it so I won't lose you because you told me I don't think I can just be friends with you? It's not that I don't want sex with you. It's that I don't want sex at all. But your sexual attraction to me makes me feel like I'm obligated to have sex with you. And the cycle continues. 
And yes, part of it is my fault, because I think I'm not valuable without sex, but I hate feeling valued only for sex. And when I have sex, that's how I end up feeling. I should say it's not any individual person's fault that any of this happens. It's misogyny plus double standards surrounding non-cis male sexuality plus my own trauma and experiences. That doesn't diminish how unhelpful I find it to be with someone whose sexual desire for me is present in almost every interaction we have. I want to stress again how very much not anyone else's fault this is. However, it does impact me. And it's probably also not great for someone who likes sex to be in a romantic and or sexual relationship with someone who doesn't feel the same. I've never been good at compromising. I want affection on my terms or not at all. I don't know if I can love myself and I don't know if I should try to because love is a weird emotion and I'm still figuring out what it means and how it works. I want to stop worrying that the people I choose to spend time with are only interested in me as a potential partner. I want to stop seeing myself as an object because the world has seen me as an object for the past 22 years and it's gotten to a point where I can't do anything without thinking about how others will see it and what they'll think. I want my body to be off limits because maybe then I'll trust that everyone around me actually likes me and values me and doesn't see me the way I see myself. But at the same time, I latch onto people who act like they value me and I develop feelings that I think might be romantic even when they're not. It's my fault because I can't tell anyone no if they say they want me because I want so desperately to be wanted and I'm so scared that if I say no once, no one will ever want me again. I am afraid to want. I am afraid that if I want too much, I will be disappointed. So I downplay my want and I end up settling for something that might be enough because other people look at it from the outside and think it's enough. And I explain myself because I've learned that I don't know is an unacceptable answer, that because I don't want to is selfish, that please don't ask me that is manipulative. I am manipulative. I shouldn't be around people until I figure my shit out. I don't really know the difference between platonic and romantic feelings anymore. I don't want to kiss you goodbye. I don't want your hands on me because they hold me like they want to fuck me. Don't ask me how I know I've been fucked enough to know. I want you to be my friend. I want to feel like I can be honest with you without hurting you. But that's life, isn't it? Honesty hurts. So here's my honesty. I want you to stop wanting me. I want you to stop wanting things that are unhealthy for me to give. And I don't tell you this because it seems like I'd be asking you to stop breathing. You didn't choose to want me and I didn't choose how I feel either. Please stop assuming that because I flirt with you, I want to date you. Partnered monogamy is not my end goal. I enjoy connecting with people before going home alone and decompressing without worrying about someone else's emotions. Mine are already almost too much to process. Please stop putting me into boxes that I don't belong in. I'm queer. I don't exist within heteronormative monogamous constructs of gender and sexuality. I've always been a loner. Let me breathe. That was so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank that you. Was incredible. That transition also was awful. <laughs> the transition to the story. <laughs> so bad. It was, it was so abrupt. Like asses. Super serious. <laughs> I mean, okay. yeah, we were like sexualizing people's asses. And then I'm talking about like, please don't sexualize my ass. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean like, a, like, yes, transition was bad. But like, I, 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 wow. Like that very much embodies like, 
in my personal feelings like 100 percent. like you literally like spoke my truth with your words and oh my god like so even like my like i'm just like vicariously living through what you're sharing and i'm just like oh fuck this is literally the feelings that i have Aww. currently and always forever amen hallelujah like <laughs> wow like jesus is, that's is, queer shabby fuck <laughs> <laughs> this this episode's gonna be great <laughs> <laughs> I love that because, like, as I heard you reading it, it made me think of so many things I've heard you say. God, literally, I'm just like, ah, like yeah, ah, like shaking the table. I'm like, oh my goodness, fuck. I'm like, I'm just gonna keep saying, oh my goodness, because literally, like, oh god, mm-hmm. wow. I could like go. This would be like a two-hour long episode if we were talking about this. And oh my god, oh, you need to talk, talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep talking, it's fine. Yeah, because I'm, like, <laughs> sitting with, like, what we were talking about earlier before we started and, like, then hearing that and then mm-hmm. – yeah, go ahead. No, it's just, like, like, like what Don was saying. Like, I talk to her about, like, this shit, like, a lot, and I keep bringing up this fucking guy who's fucking stupid and – Okay, I can talk about a guy who's stupid as well. Ooh, let's <laughs> both talk about stupid guys. Yeah. Do you want to go first? I saw Endgame with this boy. Ooh, Say more. Okay, the transition is working okay. a little better now. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, okay. So we met at like this um, dinner gala thing that I went to because I got extra credit for my intro to LGBTQ studies class because it was like celebrating Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera and like talking about like 50 years post Stonewall, etc. Oh yeah, I saw that. I almost went to that. That you looked like gone. a cool event. It was fun. Yeah. It was free food and I I met I met these two boys and one of them he was like I'm really into you and trash sorry <laughs> he's this he's this and I like I tell myself I'm never gonna date cis people again mm-hmm. oh and my then, gosh that's and then and then get that and then cis men are like I'm into you and I like trash well it's, and it's it's like it's this thing of like it's this thing of assimilation because I feel like if I date a cis man, then cis people will accept me more. Mm-hmm. And like, that's actually not what I want to do and not healthy mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. But I let myself do it anyway. Oh my gosh. That reminds me of a story too. Wait, continue. Tell, tell more. Well, yeah, um, yeah. so like we dated for about a week. It was really intense. And then I, I broke it off. I was like, I can't do this. And then like, I was like, we can still be friends if you want. And like, he took some time, he took a week and then like we were friends again, but then he was like, I want to, I still want to be with you. And I was like, "Uh, fine, whatever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like I told him like, I don't know where the line is between platonic and romantic feelings anymore. I like don't really want to be in a relationship. So now we're doing this kind of like casual non-monogamous thing, but like, I still feel like he has expectations of me and Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do about those expectations. And I also like, it's hard dating cis people because he's bi, but like, like I know for a fact the first time he saw me, I was wearing a dress, but like, even if I'd been wearing pants, like he would have read me as a woman. And Mm. so it's like, is part of his attraction to me because of that? Mm. Like, have you had the conversation about gender and do you feel like he just sees you as a woman? No, no, he definitely like, he... I mean, I don't know what's happening in his mind because he's not me. Mm-hmm. So he's very good at using my pronouns. He's good at correcting other people on my pronouns, which is a thing I like people to do. 
that's all that I know. Okay. So you haven't had like any more in-depth I've, conversations? I've about talked about, it's weird because explaining my gender is a thing that I don't always know how helpful it is. Mm-hmm. And with people who like already use my pronouns, I'm like, well, they don't need an explanation, mm-hmm. but maybe they do. Mm-hmm. I just like don't, and it's like, I don't want to bring it up if it's not organic. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. legit. Yeah. Anyway, Ashabi. Oh, what? I wanted, we didn't finish about the movie. How, like, what's it, you saw this movie? Oh, no, well, we, we, did, we saw the movie together. That's that. Oh. Yeah. Was it good? Was it a good experience? So, like, was the date itself good? Yeah, was the experience, like, with this person fine? Would you have been, like, I would have been better not seeing it with them? Or, like... No, no, I'm fine. Yeah. Like, I, I, just, I just would rather be friends with him. Yeah. I respect that. Like, it, it, it felt, because we went with another one of his friends. Mm. And, like, we shared food. Which is a thing that I would do with friends. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. so many things that happen on yeah. dates are also things that I would do with friends. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I so I'm like, where's like, does there need to be a line? Mm-hmm. Like, can can I just enjoy spending and time? Where with is that line mm-hmm. when you like transition from dating to friends? Like, where is that line? Because it can, like you said, like there's certain things you do with friends that if you're doing that with someone who you were hanging out with romantically, then can get blurry yeah mm. even though it's such a platonic thing like sharing food right mm. like yeah. it's such a platonic or like, thing and for me cuddling can Fucking often be uh, right? i want platonic cuddles all cuddling. the time oh my god me and my friends during that whole like progress bullshit that happened yeah um we were so we were staying and my friends got an a and b like right across the street from where progress was and we were all trying to decompress so i laid on my friend's lap and his like pseudo partner came and laid on top of me then my friend came Aww. and laid on top of him and we were just in just this a big little sandwich pile puddle. it was Aww. so cute. i love that so we were just all like rubbing each other's heads and Aww. bellies it was so nice my friend was like we gotta go and i'm like bitch i am cuddling we are <laughs> not leaving <laughs> until we are all comfy and cozy and Aww. we were there for like maybe like five minutes but it, was, it felt like forever it was so i mean nice. that could be so like healing yeah and just, like i fucking yeah. love cuddling, cuddling yeah like, like they're there Especially are, after some, I know some people culture. who like really don't like touch, but for me, I'm a very tactile person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I same. do like. I think it's important for me in my friendships to touch people, to have to let them touch me, because mm-hmm. that like builds community for me. Mm-hmm. And it can build a deeper connection, even if it's just a friendship connection. Like I Absolutely. like having deep connections with friends. Mm-hmm. Yes, and like I have one friend that we're very affectionate to each other mm-hmm. and most of the people in my friend group like we're pretty touchy-feely affectionate but this one friend like we're extra affectionate and people are always like what's going on with you two are you sure like she really wants to be with I could tell she like really wants to I'm like this is our friendship mm-hmm. yeah like we understand our friendship but mm-hmm. other people get confused by it all the time and mm-hmm. people do the same thing to her they're like no and she actually just told me the other day so she recently ended a really long-term relationship and um she's dating someone new and people are like oh i'm surprised you didn't end up with dawn and she's like why do people not believe us? like mm-hmm. people don't believe us mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i get that for people who don't act that way in friendships like it's confusing yeah. but then they also don't believe you mm-hmm. Yeah. When you tell them, like, no, we're friends, mm-hmm. which is so interesting that people are like, no, it's not possible to be friends and be affectionate like that. Yeah. It's like, no, it can be. But there has to be mm-hmm. some sort of, like, hard line. Yeah, you must be going home and fucking and no. just not telling anybody. It's like, like no. Over-sexualizing queer <laughs> right? and female bodies. Yeah. No, it really not. sucks. 
And a lot of my friends now, like, as we're getting older, we're, like, realizing that stigma. Like, mm-hmm. not, like, out loud, but, like, that there was, like, a disconnect between how we used to interact when we were younger and how we interact now. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of my friends that I've been friends with for, like, years, like, we wouldn't, mm-hmm. like, touch like that. Yeah. But, like, now it's, like, we're hugging each other, we're kissing each other, we're playing with each other's hair, like, a lot more touchy yeah. and affectionate. And it's, like, super, super nice. Like, right. it's a lot mm-hmm. more cathartic because now mm-hmm. it's like and like all of us are single so like we don't have like that like hard mm-hmm. line where it's like okay well i'm in a relationship right now so i'm not gonna do this with anybody else but right. like we're all single we're all like enjoying each other's company more, yeah and we're all like approaching that like level of comfort in different ways and like mm-hmm. being more affectionate right and then it's just like okay well this is like a normal thing and it's like totally fine and, like how exactly you like you should be able to like have that flirtation like for flirtatious energy like outside and mm-hmm. know that you know i'm gonna be doing this with somebody outside and you come home and you're able to decompress from that like that should be like a normal thing and i feel like if it was like more normalized people would feel less pressure to mm-hmm. enter relationships that have yes. that like energy right because, like that is no longer associated with like a relationship it's mm-hmm. just associated with how you are like with your personality mm-hmm. and like the reason why i fucking relate to your story is because <laughs> i'm very much like that and i had <laughs> been in awful situations not understanding why because people have taken that as like oh she wants to fuck i'm like nah bro i'm just like a very touchy-feely pr- person and i'm just like yeah. how i like show affection mm-hmm. and then it's just like okay well now i'm stuck and i don't know how to get out mm-hmm. but I don't know how to tell them that without feeling some sort of sort of some sort of guilt, like it's yeah. my fault, yes. and feeling and like I've hurt them. Yeah, I'm just like I'm not sure how to apologize for being myself, but I also don't want to hurt you. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, but not really. Yeah, not sorry for like who you are, but sorry like. Because then it's because they feel misled, right? Yeah. But they're misled because of the expectation of what goes along with that yeah. interest, and not like, because you did something wrong it's necessarily. It's a general association with that feeling. Like, it should be normal to be affectionate. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, no matter what, like, gender, sexuality, it should be normal, period. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's not just makes things so much more confusing and so much more difficult than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reason why I can't just be like, I love you, kiss, and then, like, leave. There's, there's no reason why you should add a level of expectation to that. Like, oh, well, mm-hmm. she obviously wants to, like, do some more. I'm like, no, dude, like, I'm just, like, a friendly person. I'm just, this yeah. is who I am. Like, don't mm-hmm. take it the wrong way. And then they want to get, like, angry or upset. And it's just like, mm-hmm. I, like, how how do I, I can't, like, tone myself down for you. Yeah. Like, then it's just, like, I'm being unauthentic, and that's not why you even approached me in the first place. So, like, yeah. where are we going with this? It's just, like, a never-ending circle of, like, confusion mm-hmm. and, like, hurt feelings when there just mm-hmm. could have been, like, open communication, like, no expe- expectations, like, period. Well, I think that's, that's where, like, that that's the important piece, right, is, like, the communication piece. Mm-hmm. Because, yes. like, I think it's problematic when you have the communication there and the person doesn't believe what you say you mm-hmm. want because of how you're acting. Because if you're, like, transparent with, like, I'm just a touchy-feely person, like, I'm just very affectionate, mm-hmm. I'm not looking for anything romantic, period, mm-hmm. then that's cool. And then that's on them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, that's on them to just, like, believe you. Mm-hmm. But that piece of the communication is, like, so necessary because otherwise everyone's just fucking confused. I didn't even, like, think about I've totally eliminated the believing part because I'm, like, yeah, no, that's actually, like, it like the believing Mm. part is also really important Mm -hmm. yeah because like i've said like several times like yo i am asexual not trying to fuck 
but I'm also a very sensual person. Like, mm-hmm. I fucking love touch. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, are you sure? And I'm like, yes, bitch, I'm fucking sure, okay? <laughs> like, I'm telling you to your fucking face, this mm-hmm. is who I am. This is who I always have been. Everyone can tell you this. Why are you questioning me? Mm-hmm. Because you have some sort of other agenda you want me to, like, fulfill? Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm not going to do that. Be the one to prove you wrong. Yeah, and then it happens. It's like, oh, I fucking told you. So, like, no, bitch, you just fucking guilted me into the situation, and now mm-hmm. I can't get out of it. Fuck. So, like, mm. just, like, duh, feelings. Yes. <laughs> Lots of feelings. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> a lot of what I wrote in my story has been, like, recent realizations, and so I feel like I'm looking back, like, even at this most recent boy thing, and I'm like, I could have communicated better, but I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like, what are words? Mm-hmm. But also, like, ugh, I need, I just need to be better. Well, I mean, like, it's, like, like you're only like 22 yeah god Mm. fuck (laughs) it's hard when you said it i like it totally threw me i'm like what you're still a child (laughs) i am i am like wait how old are you 26 okay yeah you god (laughs) do you want to tell them i mean me it's not mine to tell you don't have to tell me i'm just curious she's decades old i'm (laughs) 41 that wow yeah you would never ever assume that right like ever your skin's amazing Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I just outed myself to the listeners. Children. Yeah. Yeah. As long as I keep my genetics going, I'm good. But yeah. And like, I think that's an important point, though, because if you're thinking about this shit at 22, like some people never get there. Yeah. One and two, like it gets easier with practice. Like those conversations are mm-hmm. never easy. No. Like I struggle with them still, but it's so important to get comfortable with them Mm -hmm. because and like thinking about you're going to hurt somebody more if you don't have those conversations Mm -hmm. but it's not easy Mm -hmm. so the fact that you're even thinking about it now and trying to get better at it means that like when you're my age (laughs) you're going to be so much better at it than I am now (laughs) you know like but it's really nice like no you're you're like telling the truth like I didn't have and plus you have a lot more resources and like I know like 22 and 26 aren't that far off but like 22 for me was like fucking awful because like so much more misogyny i was was 18 yeah that was a time so much worse misogyny so much less like not a lot of like queerness that wasn't even like a word people use then Mm -hmm. like no no such thing as non-binary like no outward speak about like Mm -mm. asexual like it's like a been it was been like like four years is such a like small time frame but it's a lot has happened so much has happened and like you have so many resources like this is a resource we're like talking about it yeah Mm -hmm. like i didn't have anyone to talk to about this shit i was just kind of like simmering this to myself and just like it's my fault i am the person who is doing all the wrong things and it's like no you're not i mean now i know that because like i'm understanding that like you know Mm -hmm. communication is a two-way street misogyny Mm -hmm. is a thing that wasn't even like a word people even like associated right? with crazy. like negative behaviors back then. It's yeah. just like, wow, all of these things make sense. Mm-hmm. All of these feelings. I just want to go back four years, but like be older <laughs> and like say to 22 year old, you, you're not the problem. No, no. I d- d- Look, <laughs> if I could go back in time and say I'm not the problem, I promise that would help. But also like. I have to learn, yeah. Mm-hmm. but it's bad that I had to learn from bad experiences, from awful mm. people who didn't want to take responsibility for the things that they were doing. Like, that's the only thing that I wish I didn't have to, like, be put through. Yeah. But, again, like, you're 22, and your experiences, obviously, are different from mine, but you have better resources, so mm-hmm. you're able to analyze this, like, head on. 
and be like, mm. I know I'm not, it's not me. Like, I'm fully where it's not me. I mean, part of it is me, but well, I don't like, communicate well. True. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm fully where it's not all me. Yeah. Like, there yeah. are different factors that contribute to this being my fault, but also all other factors that contribute to it being the other person's fault as well. But yes. you're taking strides to acknowledge that part of it is your fault and what you can do to make changes so it can be less of your fault mm -hmm. in the future and even if you end up making the same mistake in the future you're able to identify that quickly and have a conversation with yourself and whoever you end up being with and make it less of a problem for that relationship friendship whatever mm -hmm. and that's like really fucking cool like yeah granted mm -hmm. guys are still trash and oh, yeah. um <laughs> hopefully as this future of inclusivity, inclus inclus did I say it right the first time? In mm -hmm. okay. In <laughs> inclusivity, like, progresses, people mm -hmm. starting to understand that they need to look within themselves and figure out what may have gone wrong on their upbringing or what conversations they may have missed out on in partners or in themselves and be able to fix these things, like, right away instead mm -hmm. of letting them sit and, like, not understand that they have problems too. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it's just, like, a fucking learning curve and everyone's learning yeah and like to wrap back around to the people being trash and the whole like guys are trash dating cis guys yeah so <laughs> something was so i have realized that like in my career i don't think i could date a cis guy again i just can't fathom that but all the other genders cool um, <laughs> i can't um but Something that was updated on Bumble recently was that they, I, don't, I shouldn't say ridiculously, but it's incredible actually. They expanded the gender options to like 50 things. Like the list is so enormous. It's incredible, which is Bumble. really cool, but in their are you guys like sneaking over to in, grab her phone because she threw on it on the <laughs> it's it's incredible how many are on there i like scrolled through i'm like there are so many but the thing that they fucked up on it is that so now if you don't identify as cis mm -hmm. on bumble you are allowed to change your profile to make it be seen by so it's still binary in terms of what you're looking for so like for mm -hmm. me I have to choose between viewing women, men, or both, right? And if you don't identify as – look at how long that list is. It's so long, so long. But Her face is like, it's yeah, so long. It's so long. I'm like, like I have... need to look up some of these terms because they did a good job of, like, putting – yeah, they did everything like in there. Do they have everything. like? My only question is, do they have like a space where you can type your own? If yeah, they also have they? at the very bottom suggest another option. That's awesome. <gasps> but Good. okay, they did something backwards in here. So mm -hmm. they allowed people who don't identify as cis to then be able to choose to show up in. So we'll just say use women just for the sake of an example. In women looking for women and women looking for men. So for example, if you are a trans guy and you identify as a trans guy on Bumble, you can choose in your profile that you want to be seen in both women looking for men and women looking for women. So for people who are not cis, I understand like queer people are more fluid. So you mm -hmm. want to show up in women looking for women because they might also just be queer and be looking for people who be open to dating trans people because mm -hmm. like I am as well. So I matched with someone who on their profile 
it said trans man and it had the trans symbol next to man. Mm -hmm. So you can know that's what he had picked. Yeah. So we matched. We started chatting and we're chatting for a while. I threw out like, oh, like, yeah, I I do this podcast. And he was like, oh, that that's interesting. It sounds really interesting, blah, blah, blah. And eventually I'm like, we're just texting. But I feel like I could get a queer vibe even if we're just texting. I was not getting queer vibe. I'm like, I don't think he's queer. I don't think you know what trans means. So we're texting for a while and then it just kind of dropped off. And I hadn't heard from from him for a week. And he texts me like a week after not talking and said, oh, I had to text you because I just woke up because I had a dream about everything I wanted to do with you. I'm like, you're fucking sis. Fuck you. Trash. Fuck you. Yikes. So I called him out. I'm like, do you know what trans means? And do you know what's on your profile? So I called him out on it. He's like, oh, I didn't know what that symbol meant. Is that what that means? I'm like, yeah, and you might want to reconsider showing up in women looking for women because – you shouldn't even be showing up in my profile if you're not actually trans. And he was just like, oh, really? No, I'm not. Like, I'm cool with people who are, but no, I'm not. I'm like, I could just tell by the way you texted that you were like some trash cis guy. Oof. Like, fuck you. So Bumble, like, had good intentions with it. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, I'm seeing all these cis guys in my profile. And I'm like, I know none of you are queer. I don't think it's Bumble's fault. I think it's more like the user's fault for well, not yeah. like, taking steps to understand the language that they're, like, reflecting on their profile. Because even like not for bumble but for like my friends on hinge and like on her profile she has like i specifically only want to see black men on, right like, you could filter yeah. so you can filter that and mm-hmm. they're like white guys like coming in and it's like you know that what you are what you say you are so why are you on here so like, i feel like it's people taking right. advantage like, of it no it's they're like intentionally like taking like, advantage there of are it. people who are like like these companies are actively understanding the movement of society and are yeah. taking strides to like make that better it's not their fault that they are being so inclusive that they're literally in like they're like literally five different <laughs> sections for trans on Bumble. Yeah. Like trans female, trans women, trans asterisk female, trans yeah, asterisk women, so transgender many. female, transgender like literally it's like a yeah. lot. And so it's not on them to educate because they That's are literally true. putting resources out. Like they are making sure people are as right. comfortable as they can be. It's fucking trash people hear mm-hmm. me fucking trash people <laughs> who are choosing to take advantage mm-hmm. of that language knowing fully well that the only reason why you're being matched up with a specific right. person is because they feel like you understand what you're being reflected as yeah so that person is trash right fucking basura you're fucking trash okay for <laughs> and then to be like oh totally i'm taking sorry advantage of it. like that's I'm not like, i i didn't know what that i didn't know even what like, i was choosing i'm like even like thinking about how little i knew when i identified as cis i would never have called myself trans anywhere Mm -mm. if you don't know what it is why would you exactly fucking look it up but like just the entitlement okay and that brings me to because like (laughs) mm, i'm going back to communication Mm -hmm. so these two friends right one of them who like kind of dating the other one um i'm hanging out with tonight Mm -hmm. he's beautiful he's um for one of his classes he's making a zine about his wheelchair mm-hmm. who like so saint vincent is the saint vincent de paul is who de paul is named for and we call him saint vinnie colloquially and so this friend of mine has named his wheelchair saint spinny that's oh that's so, so cool. cute and and, and the zine is <laughs> going to be called great. the tranny transporter <laughs> oh my gosh my heart. i just love so much anyway. plug. <laughs> right is that going to be available online i don't know that sounds amazing i don't know if i will ask him <laughs> Because I'm seeing him later. But anyway, and does he, he wants to like, be on the podcast now. <laughs> actually, 
he probably would love to be on the podcast. Send him our way. That sounds amazing. We want to hear more. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, he was texting me the other day, Friday. Yeah, maybe it was yesterday. I don't remember. But, like, this happened on Friday that, like, he and – are you taking a video right now? Why would you acknowledge the fact that I'm taking a video, Lori? Ashabi. <laughs> Ashabi. Listen, why are you doing that? <laughs> Because You're I'm distracting to... me from the story I'm trying to tell. I'm She's doing social media while we're... Oh, my God. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> I, like, love how sassy you are. I adore it. I am a sassy little pot. I'm a sass pot. You are. Uh-huh. Yeah, continue. Okay. Um, yeah. It's... I'm, like, trying to keep their names out of this. That's fine. So, friend who I'm hanging out with tonight was, like, a friend of his was going to be in town coming into town they saw um a show friday night there's like romantic things going on i don't know but like so they were all gonna hang out right but and then my friend was gonna hang out with the friend from out of town separately one-on-one to do like homework first but then like the one who i'm seeing just like tried to hijack the plans and didn't communicate well and i'm like that's because you're a cis man Mm. (laughs) like like literally my friend my other friend and i were talking about it like the friend who I'm seeing tonight. This is co- gonna be confusing. You have like suited like at like what is it called acronyms? Yes, pseudonyms. Um, okay, 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 okay. So the friend with the wheelchair is L. Okay. The one who I'm seeing. I is thought you B. were gonna pick Spinny. <laughs> Spinny's the name of the wheelchair. True. Yeah, yeah. Spinny's <laughs> owner. Gotta be specific. You gotta be accurate. Name names correctly. That's true. <laughs> okay, L. Call people what they want to be called. So That's true. He's L. The one who like. Who I talked about earlier, the one who I'm seeing is B. The friend who was coming into town was J. L and J were going to hang out and then like they were going to hang out with B and another friend. But then B was like, so B had a class like at noon on Friday and like skipped his class because he thought they were all going to hang out at that point. Mm -hmm. But and then like got mad at L because that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, first of all, this is not even like your friend it's like your friend's friend who's in town Mm -hmm. secondly like why would you skip a class for that you can hang out with them later like third you're being manipulative very true Mm. i did this for you you gotta do this to me (laughs) (laughs) for me (laughs) whatever yeah it's so because and for me like and al and i were talking because he was like he he hijacked the plans and i was like it just feels like really I was going to look up the text, but I'm not going to. Um, it, it just, it feel, it, we were talking about how, like, it, it felt like B was feeling entitled to mm-hmm. that time spent. Mm-hmm. And I do think, like, that's, like, a very cis and male thing to feel entitled to people's time. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. even, like, the trans men I know don't, have that entitlement in Mm -hmm. the same way Mm -hmm. yeah and that's something i've been thinking about a lot and i go back and forth with like am i being problematic problematic by making those assumptions but at the same time i'm like but it's fucking true and i go back and forth with that i'm like should i be making these generalizations about cis men but it also has been my experience trans men wouldn't do that bullshit Mm -hmm. from my experience Mm -hmm. yeah but i also don't want to over so i Mm-hmm. I go back and forth. I'm like, I don't want to overgeneralize, but from my experience, I like, like mm-hmm. 
I was able to call out that dude was not fucking trans. I'm like, mm-hmm. no trans guy would come at me like that. That's yeah. Because a trans guy understands my experience and my reaction of what it would be like it to have some guy coming at me. Mm-hmm. You've never met me. You don't know me. Like if I was in a relationship that, yeah, that would be cute. Yeah. But I don't even but fucking like, know yeah. you. There was no consent prior to that. Mm-mm. No, I don't even know you. Yeah. Like, you're, why are you telling me about sexual dreams you're having about me? Dude, I don't know you. And I, Yeah. Like after a week of not texting you, he sent that to you? And after, like, only having had texted for a week and then a week of not texting. Like, you do not know me. Yeah. And then to pop up with that. So, yeah, I feel some way about, like, generalizing, but also I do feel that I it's, it's I try not legit. to generalize before something happens, but, like, when a cis dude does this shit, I'm like, yeah. Not surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Disappointed, but not surprised. Yeah. Right. It's funny because, like, I don't think people realize how big of an issue it is. Like, yeah. I've been talking more and more about, like, my personal experiences, like, with men in general. Mm-hmm. And every time I get messages like, I had no idea it was that bad. Or even guys are like, I had no idea guys were, like, acting like this focus. And I'm just like, I'm really glad that you are not the guys that I'm talking about. Like, right. when, when I say men are trash, you understand that you do not fall into that category and those are the people that i appreciate yeah because they are like yeah no i mean like most guys are fucking trash like that's not even like an exaggeration like all of my experiences with men luckily i've had enough experience with white men to say white guys are trash because Mm -hmm. the majority of them are Mm -hmm. and like when i say this people are just like yo i had no idea it was that bad like yeah like white guys are like the most entitled people that I've ever met in my life. And it's so fucking, yes, yes, all the stats, yes. <laughs> like, and it's so fucking ridiculous because even when I'm saying it, it's like these white guys who don't want to acknowledge the fact that they've made mistakes immediately mm. are the ones who want to be butthurt and mm-hmm. be like, oh, well, it's not me. I'm not that bad. And like, if you're actively being aggressive towards me because of my personal experience and statements ref- that reflect my like you know experience with this population then you are probably one of the guys I'm talking about and probably mm-hmm. one of the guys I shouldn't be involved with at all like exactly period. like what was it I made a fucking post I posted a story because I'm supposed to be going to LA mm-hmm. in like a week actually like on Friday and I think this was the story that this? I replied to possibly. I think you did I yeah. think he did reply to this. So, so I was supposed to stay with this guy. And I right. like, and yeah, we were yeah. supposed to like, and we met up, like I met, I met him in LA. We hung out. It was cool. He came to Chicago. We like made out. Not really. Actually we didn't make out. We like fooled around. It was cool. Then he went back to LA and I'm like, Hey, I'm going to come back to LA. And we were talking like super casual before he was like, I'll help you with your website. It'll be fine. And like the job he has right now, like I name drop him and he's the, that I'm literally the only reason why he's in the position he's in right now. Mm-hmm. Aside from him having like good work, had I not been like, this person sounds like a good fit. He wouldn't be where he is right now saying that very proudly. Anyway, um, I, he was like, yeah, I'll help you out. It'll be fine. You can stay with me. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, let me stay with you. Where are you at? He told me where he was. He's like, oh, by the way, I only have like a king-size bed. I don't have a couch. I'm like, mm, let me say this first. You know, like a lot of people that I'm friends with have been in a situation where like they've shared a bed with people and they've been assaulted. So I'm letting you know right now that if you try anything, I don't think I'm going to hesitate to hurt you because you're actively putting me in a position that 
made me trust you and you would hurt me Mm -hmm. so he took that as a i'm gonna fuck you up and i'm like aggressive and all this stuff and i'm like no dude like i'm telling you Mm -hmm. that i don't want to be hurt and i'm trusting you enough for you to understand that i am not gonna come over unless you know that i will not hesitate to defend myself yeah yeah so like he he, played a victim yeah he took that as like a oh well you know there's no harm in like what did he say he said um I said that I because I immediately when I said it, I felt that he was taken aback and like hurt. I'm just like, was that too strong of me to say? And he's like, there's nothing strong in threatening to hurt your friend. And I'm like, I'm not threatening to hurt you. I'm just trying to protect myself. Like hurt you if like, hurt you if you assault me. Yeah, like, like why I'm is not, that like, no. like I'm not I, I like hurt you if you hurt me first. What part right. of that did he like, not? I, so I had to like yeah. backtrack everything I said. No. And so I'm just like, that's not what I said to you. That's not what I meant. And he's like, well. Blah, 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 blah. I'm okay, cool, fine. So I texted my other friend. He was like, I think he was like hurt by what you said. I'm okay, but I I think if anyone were to understand, and if anyone were to read that, they would understand what I'm saying because yeah. like I'm going to be in his space, yeah, right. not in my space. If it was my own space, I'll kick you out, fine. But I'm going to be there and I'm going to be stuck there. So mm-hmm. if he does anything to me, it'll be in that environment and right. I won't be able to leave. Yeah. So I have to say this. Mm-hmm. And so he, my friend, understood that. But he also said, well, he might have took it as a threat. And I'm like, okay, well, fuck. Now I have to apologize. I feel bad now. So I mm. apologized, sent him a fucking sad puppy gift. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to threaten you. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so glad you're the, totally the real deal. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. But I took it. And so he's like, I didn't, I just wanted to admit, I, just, I didn't like the fact that you made me come off as a rapist. I'm like, I'm not labeling you as such but i can see why you took it that way and i apologize if you if if he's gonna take it that way that means he's probably done shit like that in the past like that i like literally none of this none of this was like on my mind when i was when i was apologizing to him i was just like i feel so bad that you made that i made you feel bad so i'm gonna say sorry and so he instead like before we were talking as friends and he mentioned that Mm -hmm. and he's like well i've always been a fan of your work so i don't want this to be like a blah 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 and i'm like okay well i'd rather you still be my friend than a fan and then he left it at that and then from on there on we stopped communicating he didn't help me with anything he like literally like stop watching my story stop interacting with me period and i'm just like fuck this dude and i was sitting with it for a really long time i'm just like is it my fucking fault for being blunt like is it my fault for setting a a line like it was a hard line you're protecting yourself yeah Yeah. and i put that story up i'm just like i'm so tired of like being seen as the aggressor because i don't want to be hurt when I've been in situations like these and I was completely naive and completely trust trusted the person and they fucked me over. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, well, what the fuck? Like now I have to apologize to this guy who's in his feelings who didn't want to take the time to listen to what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't understand where this victimhood came from and this like level of entitlement came from. Like yeah. I hurt your feelings. So now I have to apologize because you didn't want to take a step back and realize why I said what I said. Mm-hmm. And just like only white straight guys who have that like, only 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 i would say some white bi guys as well i've never been with the oh wait mm, mm, bi curious mm. but also wasn't white so i can't i mean he was different story he was like so like awesome. the, the thing for me is i'm non-binary so like many of the cis straight boys who i meet who are attracted to me i'm like you're not straight mm. and they usually come out as something really queer, like during or after mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or something like 
sometimes like you know just in the general vicinity of being with me yeah <laughs> i've noticed that too like the guy that i that is like not bi but bi curious mm-hmm. like as soon as i came out to him he came out to me as bi curious i'm just like haha i cried it was very emotional but like it was Aww. very like heartwarming to see that like comfort of sharing something that wasn't shared with anybody else before it's yeah like, oh wow we're on the same level in regards of like our sexuality and our expression so we mm-hmm. can be as emotionally vulnerable with each other as we can well That's and for me cute. it's difficult because like i don't want to like tell people what their sexuality is mm-hmm. but at the same time like if you're attracted to me and you're a man, I'm not a woman. Mm-hmm. So that's not heterosexual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like blows right. people's minds. Like, what do you mean? There is no heterosexual explanation for this. So your sexuality is fluid. Sure is. Just enjoy it. It's fine. It's fun <laughs> that way. <laughs> and things being fluid. I had, okay, I remembered something after the last episode um, when we talked about sci-fi. When my sister and I were kids, she really liked like refrigerated broccoli like you cook the broccoli you eat some of it like you refrigerate the rest of it and then like she didn't want to heat it up afterwards she just like wanted to eat it cold Hmm. and she like wanted there to be a theme park called cold broccoli land where like everything oh my gosh that's cute a roller coaster (laughs) like through the stem of the broccoli you're picking yes (laughs) semi-cold broccoli (laughs) cold but cooked broccoli Like broccoli sticks at the fair. Uh, yeah. Cotton candy. Those skewers. I, and I, you know, maybe like, maybe we structure like the future as just like a set of theme parks. Ooh. Broccoli, sweet potato. Yes! Cloud. A cloud theme park? Or a sweet potato theme park? Sweet potato. Both, but sweet potato. Ah. Yes. Yeah. I'd be like a huge little like awkward spud just going into the air. Oh Kind of like a spire. Sweet potato fries. Ooh, yes. Sweet potato fries. A sweet potato like stick. Sweet potato cotton mm. candy. With like a pool of aioli. Like yes. Aioli. No. What the fuck? With sweet potato fries, it's so good. Like a spicy. A pool. I thought when well, you said pool, like, like an actual pool. Yes, like I a, do. Like a swimming pool. I mean, if we're doing, <laughs> if we're doing a spire of a sweet potato, why not? Well, yeah, because you can like walk. No, no, I feel it. like pools would be wine. Hmm. Hmm. Or like maybe some something. Everyone mm. would come out like all purpley. And... <laughs> <laughs> or kind of like your shirt, the little like like oh, the yeah. what do they call that? Like like Plaid? deep. No, that oh, the... color, the like deeper like it's like a wine color, right? Mm-hmm. Like the deeper mm-hmm. kind of purplish this red. Is, I would say this is pinker than wine. It is. It is kind of pink. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also like thinking about how to make it kid friendly. Does it? Sorry. A not everywhere. Not have to not be. everywhere has to be kid friendly. I do think like <laughs> an adult okay. veggie park. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, okay. Like I'm I'm in this I'm in this Facebook group called uh, regret. I think regrettably the child free are at it again, and it's like ragging on like militantly child free people. <laughs> and as someone who doesn't want kids, I find it extremely interesting to be in this group. Ooh, I want to be in that group. <laughs> I don't Facebook. want kids. I also don't want kids, and I'm like, I, I I want my uterus removed. I want my ovaries removed. If I'm going to have a kid, I'm going to adopt. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's just because I don't want to pass on my genetics and I, like, for gender reasons, don't want to have anything come out of my uterus. Fair. Um, but I'm also, like, 
it's just interesting to me that like a lot of adults feel entitled to like public spaces that aren't bars that don't have kids in them because mm-hmm. like most kids are fairly well behaved and like restaurants without kids like i don't know it just fe- mm. so it's like people who wish there were more spaces that didn't allow kids is yes that what it is? and and people like people getting mad at like parents bringing strollers places or well, like, you can't fucking control the world. Like, people yeah. have families. That's entitled just in that view. Like, I don't want kids, but I'm not going to try and eliminate them. Well, I'm like, in the context of, like, this futuristic world where, like, there's a bunch of different theme parks. Mm-hmm. There can be some, like, kid-only ones and some, like, all-ages ones. And, yeah, yeah sure, some, like, adult-only ones. Because, sure. like, just, like, make all of the spaces so everyone's comfortable. Mm-hmm. 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 I hear that. But also, like, I also don't want to hear, like, a kid screaming at the movie theater. Mm. That's, like, something that... I was sitting right next to a mom and their kid when I was watching Endgame. Oh. wasn't bad because the kid fell asleep. Okay. But also felt like a waste of money because the kid fell asleep. So it's like... Yeah. Hmm. How are we going to wrap this up? Well, we uh, wrapped it up. a bow? A bow on our universe. Wow! Fuck you, Rory. (laughs) No thanks, but let's cuddle. Okay. (laughs) Fuck! I'm the puns. I just (laughs) I get so (laughs) I really love bad puns. So when I hear it and I catch it, just like fuck, it's so funny. (laughs) I have all of the bad puns. It's like oh my god, that was great. No literal fucking has been involved. Just a lot of aggressive <laughs> replies to the bad, great puns. That a lot of aggressive setting of boundaries. It's like, it's like ah, say it again. <laughs> so I say we wrap it with a final, final decision on our universe. Oh, oh! Mm. I was thinking about this as you were talking, okay. as the whole uter- uh, uterus ovary part. I'm thinking about a world. We mentioned like how white is necessarily clean, mm-hmm. but right. like a world that has like you know you can express yourself in any color you right. choose to yes. make up in, but also like non-binary. Mm-hmm. So like anyone you see, you cannot assume gender expression or gender, etc. Yeah. So not necessarily like everyone identifies as non-binary, just more. But just of like, a, like gender isn't part of yeah, the equation. It's not like a thing people think about. So the person that you're attracted to, you're attracted to based off of... Not gender. Not gender. Their personality. Their personality, you know, emotion, whatever the fuck feels right Emotion? To you. Who is she? <laughs> <laughs> emotion? Carly Rae Jepsen's And we will wrap it there. But yeah, that's like the universe I'm thinking of. I think okay, good. Really fucking yes. cool. It's... I thought you were going to go with, like, a universe shaped like a uterus. <laughs> or that. No. no, 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 no. That'd be way too specific. Yeah. It's like a universe based off of light, you know? You kind of, mm. like, see it in the galaxy, and you just kind of go closer and closer and closer. Is it, it? Isn't the galaxy inside the universe? Just like, people are like, what is this? Isn't the galaxy inside the universe? How can a universe be inside a galaxy? And we end this episode here. <laughs> Remember to tune in for next week's episode. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't, I didn't, do, sh- I didn't do shameless plugs. Yes. Shameless plugs. Oh, shameless plug time. Go. So I, I forgot 
to plug this last time, it's a Facebook group. It's called Classical Music Shitposting. I nice. am one of the admi- admins. We have like 6,600 members approximately right now. Wow. Damn. It's like like almost two and a half years old. Join it. It's funny. Awesome. Anything else in your new adventures you want to let us know to keep an eye out for? I might be making a website, but I also might not. Okay. Well, we'll if you do, let us know and we'll plug it. Yeah. I would also plug their Instagram, but you changed your Instagram name so many fucking times. I know! I'm sorry! Oh, I'm so- oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I think this one's going to stay, but I don't really know. Right now, it's Tall Maisie Williams. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Which is, like, if you see me, it's true. What was it like? What was it like Araya's, like, shitpost account? Or what, the, what, what did you have? Uh, oh, I had uh, Arya Stark's Dan account for yeah, a little while. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> totally not what I said, my bad. So, no, if you fine. could catch them on Instagram... And figure it out. We'll I'm, I'm Sonic. I gotta move fast. <laughs> nice. Yay! Well, we're so glad that you were able to come. Yeah, be with us I'm again. so glad that I got to do this. Thank you so much for having me. Thank You're you. welcome. Yay. You're always welcome to come back. Yes, we can Skype you from London. Oh wait, you're leaving? I'm, like for good? I what? three weeks from today, I will be on a plane. I will not be coming back to Chicago for at least a year and a half. Why did did we not talk about that? Yes, we did. That's why like, we on the recording. No, okay, on so, the episode, no. But that's what we talked about last time. I totally forgot. Like, my mind did not, I heard you say. That's why we were trying to fit uh, it in. Oh, no, no. we've just traumatized uh, the zombie. She's like, no. My heart. No. Cut the episode, I'm going to cry. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Beyond Queer Stories. Also check out the creator of our podcast music, B. Studwell. She's an incredible queer artist from D.C., and you can check out her music at bstudwell.com. If you're listening to us on iTunes, don't forget to rate us so others will be able to find our podcast. Talk, Talk to you all, all next week. week. Next time on Beyond Queer Stories. And I remember during the apology, the principal said, we don't talk about that, meaning we don't talk about being gay, basically, is how I read it. And he meant well, but it kind of really bugged me. Uh, he was essentially outing me to the students